0: Welcome to another Macquarie Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. Welcome to another Macquarie Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. Okay, well, hi everyone. It's nice to be here. Um, it's been an amazing e- evening already. Um, I've loved it and I just want to thank you so much for having me here with you all. Um, I still can't believe how big this church is and I'm a little bit intimidated. I am quite nervous. Um, I'm not used to speaking at churches this size. Um, but however, despite my nerves about preaching in front of this many people, um, I honestly find it a real honour and a privilege to be given this space. You know, whether the church is large or small, um, to be able to share all about our amazing God is, you know, is it's just a real privilege, isn't it? He's, God's really lush. So, yeah. Okay, so as you've heard, I'm Chloe, and the journey that we are going to go on for the next 20 minutes is I'd love to share with you personally about how Jesus has transformed my life, how he's taken me from a place of bondage to a place of freedom. And then I'm going to share a letter that Paul wrote in the Bible explaining the freedom that's found in Christ. So I'm from a little country in Wales, that's part of the UK, that's where the accent is from, so I'm not fully Welsh, I'm also part Italian, so that means everyone instantly thinks that my dad is the godfather and that I'm part of Mafia. I just I really love being creative and I love using that creativity in all areas of my life, especially In my ministry working with young people and youth leaders i have a real passion for supporting and encouraging women of all ages but particularly the younger generation and if there are any young people out there as i'm looking out i can see a few i just want to say that you guys are amazing you are you're the young people of today and god can use you now he can use you right now And us older ones out there, it doesn't mean that you just have to take a back seat. Actually, it means you need to step up to be there to mentor and encourage them as much as you can, because they are a treasure. I'm here with my rugby-loving, preaching pastor Hubby Lloyd, as some of you have already met. And I'm here with my four friends just over there. Give them all a little wave. (laughs) <laughs> Give him a little clap as well, go on. <laughs> and it's, it's just been amazing to be here in Oz as well. We've really loved being here. And as Lloyd said, the last time I was here, I just made an absolute fool of myself. So I'm hoping that's not going to happen tonight. But before coming here, I was challenged by a friend. Um, she knew that we'd be here celebrating the new year. And so she challenged me, instead of choosing New Year's resolutions, to instead choose a word for the year. But she did, however, give me a little disclosure, and she said this. Be careful what one you choose, because as soon as you discover your word, the battle will begin. It will initiate a process of teaching, developing, refining, and molding. God will use your word as a light and a mirror, illuminating your path and revealing things you need to change. It will facilitate a great journey of highs and lows, all designed to make you the person you were created to be. So I was slightly nervous about choosing this word, but I was also really excited to see what God would do. And this year, my word that I've chosen is trust. And so far on the journey of 2020, I've already figured out that trust isn't this really victorious, look at me, I have great faith, feel strong, I've got my, le- my life together type of thing. And it's not like that Instagram perfect type of thing either. Actually, it takes a lot of surrendering your life over into the hands of God, becoming completely vulnerable, And choosing to believe and say, okay, you take over. This is all on you, God. I need you because you can and I can't. And to say that I believe that whatever you have for my life, that that's going to be better. And today I just really wanted to challenge you to choose a word. But to kindly ask you before you do, would you consider taking trust as your word or even one of your own words that maybe you have some others that you want to choose for today. See, I didn't realise it until I was preparing for today, but trust is something I've needed pretty much all along my journey over the last few years, and it's most definitely something I need, not just for 2020, but for the years ahead for me to come. And I truly believe that you need it too. Because through complete trust in Jesus, the outcome that you will get is incredible. And I hope that I can communicate exactly what that outcome is today through my own journey, but most importantly, God's word. So believe it or not, seven years ago, when I was was first introduced to trust, and I'm gonna take you back to then. I was the age of 20. I was in desperate need of a miracle. I was in a complete place of bondage and I felt as though there were heavy chains just surrounding me and weighing me down. The bondage to the hurt and pains and struggles of life. I was experiencing a two-year abusive relationship, both physical and mental. I didn't realise I had an eating disorder, but everyone around me was trying to communicate that I wasn't well and I needed help. I experienced the sudden death of a friend and both grandparents all within six months of each other and desperate d- depression had hit big time. Now tablets, counselling, drunken nights out were my best friend and sadness was just a normal part of my everyday life. But my best friend Karis, who is now my sister-in-law, one night she took me to a church service I didn't really want to go, but I was quite keen to hear about these stories of women from a place called Teen Challenge. Um, And for those that don't know what Teen Challenge is, it is a Christian rehab centre for women who have suffered with alcohol and drug abuse. And when I was listening to these stories, um, I just began relating to most of it. And I honestly was left completely baffled by how their lives were completely transformed. And I was wondering what on earth had saved them and just changed their lives completely. And I knew deep down that I needed this freedom too, whatever it was. I was willing to accept it. And all I heard over and over and over again was the name Jesus Jesus has helped me, Jesus has healed me, Jesus has provided for me, Jesus has loved me when no one else did, Jesus never leaves me, and so on. And you know, growing up in the Catholic Church and and personally seeking Jesus from the age of five without any influence, it wasn't a weird or odd concept for me. But I was completely aware of who he was. I just didn't know that he could bring that kind of freedom to your life. And by no means did I have this Disney moment. You know the ones where there's like fairy dust and it covers all the princesses and you know, you twirl up into the sky and you become this shiny, brand new creation and you live happily ever after. It, it, won, it wasn't really like that. This was a moment of still living in the present and realising that I'm broken, the world is broken, but yet I really wanted to find out more about this Jesus, the Jesus who brings freedom. So I'm going to skip a couple of years from then, and by this time I'd met Lloyd, and even though I, we weren't in a serious relationship, um little bit of a secret for you. I'd completely fallen from head over heels. You know, you can say, oh, if you want to. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I know it's cheesy. But one day I got a phone call from him and he was in a low point in his life as well. And I'm sure most of you would know some of that story. And he was just as broken as I was, but he was looking to escape. And I didn't think for a second that that phone call would mean him saying that he'd be escaping all the way over to Australia, across the other side of the world. And I too had ex- exactly had done the same thing as well. You know, I'd, I'd escaped to uni. I just wanted to get away from everything. So I understood why he wanted to leave. But I knew I was now in a new place, a new phase of trust. You know, I was driving home, I was really upset, but on my way home, I passed the church that I had once listened to the ladies speak from Teen Challenge. And it was a Sunday service, and church was on, and I thought, okay, God, if you're real, if you are who you say you are, if this Jesus can give me freedom, if I'm not going to experience loss anymore, then i'm i'm willing to go for it i'm willing for you to just come into my life and i'm just going to commit to you and you know from that moment on i spent every sunday going to church just to hear more about jesus and it gave me so much peace and so much joy and it's something that i hadn't really ever felt before and i couldn't get enough of it i just wanted to keep going on and on But I wanted to keep it a little bit hush-hush. I didn't really know how others in my life would take my new venture of going to church because it's not common in our area. But a few months went past and me and Lloyd kept in touch. And one day he had mentioned about how he had been going to church and how these boys called the Stafford Brothers had invited him along in Lake Macquarie. And I really couldn't believe that the same thing that was happening to me in that little place in Wales was happening to Lloyd right here in this church. And even though we were totally broken and, and feeling without hope, you know, he was, he was still seeking that Jesus that I was seeking too. And, you know, you don't often see it at the time, but God is truly working behind the scenes You know, he's doing it all for our good and for his glory. And don't underestimate what he's doing every moment of every day in your lives as well, whether it's good or bad. He continued to say while he was on the phone how a girl named Casey Brown had invited him to speak to a classroom of young girls in a program that she ran called Shine Girl. Now, God really does have a sense of humor because... I was going with a plan to stalk out this Casey girl. I wanted to know who she was, I wanted to know what Shine Girl was, and I wanted to prove that it was rubbish. So I became this detective Chloe. And what turned into a moment of top stalking was actually a moment that would change me forever. And you know, I found it online. Um, But I didn't expect what my reaction would be. You know, it said on there that Shine was to help girls develop a personal understanding of their worth, their strength, and purpose. And honestly, I'd never heard anything like that before. It sounded too good to be true, but it was real, and I really wanted to know more. You know, most of my life had been seeing, you know, Girls just trying to gain acceptance. I was trying to gain acceptance from them and and vice versa. You know, we'd spend most of our time competing with each other, trying to be better than one another, but feeling really insecure. And you know what? And there was, you know, there was nothing like this programme around in our area to help girls get through all of this pain. And, you know, it just kind of was a little thought there and then, and then it just passed on. But little did I know that the seed was still there within me. The thought, the thought of Shine Girl, it didn't enter my mind until another three years, because so much had happened at this point. You know, Jesus was now becoming more and more a part of my everyday life. I'd made a commitment to trust in him and only him. And Lloyd came back from Australia, we got engaged, then we got married, and we took on jobs just to pay bills, and life just went on. And it was only until I came to Australia on our honeymoon three years ago, did God make a way to bring Shine Girl back into my path. I finally got to meet Casey, and she's awesome, she's amazing, and hear more about Shine Girl. And I left so encouraged after our chat. You know, Shine Girl, for those three weeks didn't leave my mind. It was burning in me. It was just this, this passion. But you know, reality was facing me again and the thought of, of going home to a new town, you know, as a, as a married woman now, I didn't really know anyone when we moved there. It was just filling me with dread to be honest. You know, and I spent some time crying out to God one day as I drove around my new home and I passed the church where this was now going to be, where we set up our married life. And the words that just kept popping into my head was, run, shine, girl. run, shine, girl. And I was confused at first. I was a little doubtful and wondering, is this just my own thoughts or is it God's? But I made a commitment to trust him, to speak to my pastor and just pursue it anyway. And you know, you can feel really fearful in those moments. You can feel quite anxious. You have no clue where to start or where to go with it. But I know it's what I had to do. And it was a time where I just stepped into trust again. But this time it was bigger than the time before. I left my job and I took running Shine Girl on full time. I was sowing into the lives of young women and coming alongside older women to lead it. Seeing the fruit from this moment on, I'd do it again and again. I'd just leave everything I know despite the unknown. Absolutely no regrets whatsoever. But when you step out and you trust God, it is a really vulnerable thing. You're going into a battle because there's an enemy and he's real and he doesn't want you getting closer to God and he surely doesn't want you sowing into the lives of others who are vulnerable too. The biggest commandment is love God and love others and the enemy will do everything in his power to stop you but you know God has given us protection and provision along the way. In Ephesians 6.11 onwards, you can read it in your own time. But it says to put on the armor that God has gifted you. And you know, when you're passionate about something, you have to realize that through your passion, there will be some suffering. You know, the the word passion is actually the Latin meaning of it means to suffer. You know, if you genuinely love something, you suffer for it. However, it's not all doom and gloom. The end is a victorious one because we're in a battle that has already been won. With Jesus, we win every time. You know, Shine Girl was provided for. The finance came in and so did the workers. You know, I'm so thankful for this church um, because you've constantly supported myself and Light, and we're really, really grateful. You know, we even got to meet the lovely Susie Gawley and she came all the way to Wales and she supported me in starting Shine Girl and I'm so, so grateful. And, you know, we, we were able to run two programmes in Llellí, where we're from, and girls were massively impacted You know, lives were being changed. Women began stepping into a place of freedom by leading and realising that God had called them for such a time as this. You know, I thought that would be it, but I was wrong. Um, We took it over to another city to work with refugees. And then just a few years ago, we were able to take it to Laos and eventually over to Thailand. And we were able to run strength for boys as well, which I was totally unprepared for, but we did it anyway. But, you know, these have all changed people's lives. But God has a plan and a purpose for me, but he also has a plan and a purpose for you too. You know, and this is just my story, and it's nothing that, you know, I can do, but it's just what, through trusting Jesus, what he can do in your life, And, you know, looking back over my trust-driven journey, it started with a story about women who were from Teen Challenge and how their lives were transformed through trusting Jesus. And today, as I stand here, this journey still continues because just last week, I managed to get a job with Teen Challenge and have the privilege of working with 27 women and putting everything I've learned into Shine Girl into them. You know, to encourage girls going through drug and alcohol rehab. You know, God's faithfulness and his goodness just astounds me every single day. And don't get me wrong, not every day is easy. It's not plain sailing. I don't deserve this grace. I certainly can never earn it. But yet through trust and faith in Jesus, I seem to step into this awesome story his wonderful plans and breathtaking purposes every time not knowing what's next but I'm firm and confident in the truth that he will never leave me or forsake me you know there's um a verse in Galatians 5:1, and it says this let me be clear the anointed one has set us free Not partially, but completely and wonderfully free. You know, you don't have to fight for freedom. Jesus fought for us and he won it. You know, when you trust in Jesus, there is freedom. If you trust in Jesus, you have freedom. And see, some of you may feel free and some of you may not feel free today. But what the Bible tells us is that we are all trapped, trapped by our sin through rejection of God. For this we will be accountable and for this Jesus came to bring freedom. Freedom for us to be in relationship with God, knowing and enjoying him forever. And the Bible leaves us with a response and a choice that we can make. Choices in our lives determine our destination to accept and trust jesus or continue rejecting god and you know as galatians goes on to say you know we must cherish this truth and stubbornly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past you know the bible tells us that christ has come to set us free and so will you believe in this truth and will you put your trust in him You know, it'll be challenging and sometimes scary because you'll be out of your comfort zone. But what's beyond your comfort zone is life and life to the full. So to close, can I challenge you? To those who know Jesus, those who have placed your faith in him, stop living in bondage. The Bible says who the son sets free is free indeed. So live in a place of freedom. Realign yourselves with Him tonight. Trust that He's available today and there is a life of freedom awaiting you. And to those yet to commit your life to Him, place your trust in Him and just experience that complete and wonderful freedom. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this message. For more information, please visit macroylifechurch.com.au.